I want to spend a moment reflecting on the story of the lives of two young men. Both of them were stabbed and killed. Both of them were loved by their families and friends. Both of their names begin with J. First young man was called Jonah Hoshu. Jonah, as we've heard, he grew up here. I mean, he, he was so familiar with this building. He used to stand here. He used to serve here, as I've been hearing. I only arrived six years ago as the priest in charge here, but he knew this place inside out. He served with these guys. He was part of the furniture in a lovely way. And I've spoken to previous clergy who said how much they looked forward to him. When, whenever they realized Jonah was serving that day, they knew it was going to be fun and they would look forward to being around him. As we've heard, Jonah Hoshu was a gifted young man. He was loved by his family and friends. I mean, I've never seen this place so full. I can see the evidence of how he loved him. I know he loved basketball. I know he loved his PlayStation. I know he loved drill music, which um, he has introduced me to. And uh, I know he loved food. That's coming through. So to have all of that drain away, to have all of that drain away into the pavement is unbearably sad, isn't it? In December, I had lunch with Jennifer. And do you remember, we sat in my house and we <laughs> had lunch together and we drank Prosecco and we, <laughs> and we talked about what you were gonna do in your retirement and life was good, that was December. And we prayed. And then on the 4th of January, this happened. The response from the community has been very moving and I know Jennifer and all the family are very, very grateful and we hope that good can come out of this. And, and you're invited today to make a donation to the Godwin Lawson Foundation and any money you give will help educate young people about knife crime. The details are on the back of the service sheet. You'll be invited to give on the way out if you would like to. But sadly, do you know what? No donation you can give, however generous you were, no donation could bring Jonah back. For those of you who are just feeling overwhelmingly sad today, I want you to hear the, the, the very first words that I said in this service. They're there at the start of your order of service. It's from Lamentations, which is in the Bible. Lamentations, that's, that's the word and the book in the Bible that is the saddest place. So we chose those words. General from Camila chose those words to sum up the depths of sadness they've been feeling, and which I know you feel too. Lamentation, when you feel a deep sadness that can't be patched up or magicked away. Do you know what I mean? Lamentation, when you feel your home is ripped in pieces. Lamentation, when your children's lives have ebbed away and all you can do is wail. Some of you will want revenge today. And Jennifer and Camila, they chose Psalm 37, those words that we heard read from the Bible, because the Bible has language for that. The Bible has a way of saying, I want revenge against the wickedness of men with their schemes and their deeds and the things that they've done. But as we've talked with the family, we've also noticed that in the same Psalm it says, yet I will let the Lord take revenge. I will let the Lord judge, and I'm going to wait for him. 
And some of you will be wanting hope today. And Jennifer and Camila and the family chose 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, which is in the New Testament in the Bible. And that is pregnant with hope. It's a part of the Bible that talks about what happens when people die. And it uses the word hope. I told you I wanted to tell you the story of two men. And that's the story of the first young man is Jonah Hoshu. Second is the story of Jesus Christ. I told you it began with J. You might have guessed. The story of Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus Christ was a young man who was stabbed and killed. He was stabbed by nails, not a knife, but it hardly matters. He died in Jerusalem, not in London. He died with his mother watching helplessly as he died. People said of Jesus that it was such a waste, just like they do of Jonah. So you see, Jonah's story and Jesus' story, I've been struck how strangely alike they are. But you see, there is one important addition that I must tell you before I sit down. There is one reason in this second story that I don't want you to give up. And I want you to have hope. Because in the first sentence of that second reading we have, you might have it there in front of you, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 14, do you see? It says, for we believe that Jesus died and rose again. You see, the Bible has a language for lamentation. It can, it can talk to you when you're feeling desperately sad. The Bible has a language for revenge. It can talk to you when you're feeling so angry. And the Bible has a language for hope, and it can talk to you even on a day like today. Because it says, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. It doesn't say, we believe that Jesus died, full stop. Because I don't see the hope there. But it, it adds three crucial words. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. In fact, the previous word in the Bible, which we didn't have printed there, but the very previous word is hope. I was with a friend last week and she was doing some cross-stitch and... Um, I'm not very good at that sort of thing, but she got a needle with a thread and she pushed it through the fabric, you know? It was tough, tough fabric material, but she pushed it through. And when Jesus rises from the dead, it's a bit like a needle bursting through a fabric. And if you're a Christian, he, he's offering to pull you along behind like a piece of thread. So Jesus on Easter Sunday, 2,000 years ago, he burst through the grave. And it's like a needle going through the fabric and he came through it the other side in a way that no one thought possible. And a Christian is invited to follow after Jesus. And that's why it talks about hope. You know, later on, we'll go to Sewardston and we'll lay this coffin in the ground and it is going to be a grave moment. It is going to feel in every way like a grave moment in every meaning of that word. But a grave can have an exit. Just like a needle can burst through a cloth. Just like Jesus can come through the grave. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. If you have ears to hear me today, then you may think I'm crazy, you know, believing in a resurrection. But I've, I've looked into the history of all this. Before I was a Christian, I was fascinated by it. And I join with Christians all around the world in saying that I believe in the resurrection from the dead. And I think that Jesus being alive is the best explanation for what happened on Easter Sunday 2,000 years ago. 
So my friends, what do you do on a day like today? What do you do on an awful day? Please tell yourselves two stories. The amazing, wonderful story of Jonah Hoshu and how we loved him and, and who he was and what he was good at. Let good come from his life. But tell yourself the other story as well, would you? Tell yourself, Jennifer, Camila, Tony, t the family. Tell yourselves the story of Jesus Christ. Because if you can tell yourself that story, there is hope in that story and you don't give up. It says at the end of our Bible reading, 1 Thessalonians 4.18, therefore encourage one another with these words. So given that we have a saviour like this in Jesus Christ to bring us hope, it needs articulating, it needs voicing, it needs encouragement. If you long for justice today, then only Jesus Christ can deliver true justice. He will judge the world one day and no murderers will escape. If you long for peace today, then only Jesus Christ can deliver true peace. There's actually a promise in the Bible where it says, I'm going to get all the weapons of war. So I take it all, all the knives and God is going to melt them down and he's going to make farm tools out of them. Instruments of peace. And if you long just to have Jonah back today, then only Jesus Christ can deliver that in the resurrection from the dead. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. But it does say, we believe. Do you believe that wonderful story of hope? Final thing from me. Um, Jonah, as I said, he has got me listening to drill music. And uh, one of, I'm told that one of the drill tracks he loved to listen to was called Waymaker. The lyric goes, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. And I believe there is a way through a grave and there is there's a way out of a coffin and there is a way to resurrection from the dead thanks to my God and my Saviour, Jesus Christ. I hope he's yours too. Let's continue in prayer.